Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. I have been chomping at the bit to get back to this microphone after last week. I almost even did a weekend bonus edition, but I decided to wait till Monday. Here we are. Welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. We are going to continue giving election 2022 breakdown and also discussing this Trump-DeSantis issue and the state of the GOP and Trump's pending announcement to run in 2024. Okay, last week I started with a few of my own propositional statements. Let me review those quickly. Number one, whoever wants to run in the Republican primary for 2024, go for it. Let the best man win. I'm all for competition. But I also said number two, as far as I'm concerned, Trump is still the guy until he has ran his full course from either number one, term limits, or number two, age, and he decides not to do it anymore. I also asked this question, is Ron DeSantis a thoroughbred outsider? Now, I know he's a conservative. Definitely. He ran on that and won. And I'm not saying he's not an outsider. I'm just asking. He's fantastic, but I'm just asking. Now, today, I want to start with um, one of the rhino establishments proposition. I want to start with the other side's proposition, the mainstream media and the rhino establishment and the elites. Here's their proposition and their takeaway from last week. And I want you to think about this with a reasonable mind, okay? Florida's historic gubernatorial landslide win for GOP highly conservative candidate Ron DeSantis by like 20 points proves Trump is unpopular. Do you see how dumb that sounds? Listen to that. The media and establishment GOP is telling us the Florida results repudiate Trump's popularity. And I'm saying the Florida results, in fact, reflect continued growing, expanding Trump popularity. And the proof is in the numbers. Now, I know I'm doing a little bit of review from last week, but repetition helps get things in our minds and helps dispel all the, um, all the filler from the media narrative, all the distractions. Proof is in the numbers. In a state where we saw historic landslide GOP victory last week in Florida with a clearly conservative platform, because there's no question Ron is conservative. He didn't just run on MAGA policy, whether or not he called it MAGA. He didn't just run on that conservative MAGA policy. He implemented it. And those very historic numbers Ron had last week, listen, they were eclipsed by even more staggering numbers, by over a million votes when Trump ran for re-election a mere two years earlier in 2020. How do you go from Trump's historic numbers in 2020 to Ron's historic numbers in 2022, which was still less than Trump from 2020, and somehow draw the conclusion that Trump's a loser because of Florida results? It doesn't make any sense. Even with his historic win, Ron doesn't touch Trump's numbers in Ron's own state. How do you get to Trump's a loser unless you're an anti-MAGA, never-Trumper, establishment Republican 
who is trying to redefine and spin the narrative in a vain attempt to kill Trump MAGA momentum and return your party to the good old boys days when the few elites, the club, ran the party with no influence from outsiders and citizen candidates. By the way, you got to realize a lot of these MAGA folks are citizen candidates. Perfect example, Ron Johnson, Wisconsin. Never in politics. He's not hereditary politician like the, like the Bush dynasty. He was a businessman, broke through. He's a Tea Party candidate. That's what a lot of these MAGA, MAGA candidates are. That's why we love them. Now, I know I still have some naysayers out there, so let me give their proposition again even simpler. Here's what they're telling us in the mainstream news and in, in the Republican intelligentsia, Okay. I'll say it again. Ron's smaller 2022 Florida win on Trump's MAGA conservative platform proves that Trump, who won bigger in Florida, is a loser. What? It's literally butt backwards. I heard a commentator, conservative commentator, say last week, this was great. How do you walk away from Tuesday with a conspicuous Florida blowout and say it was a clear no vote on Trump on Tuesday when the Trumpiest candidate, Ron DeSantis, guys, you got to understand that. Ron DeSantis is the Trumpiest candidate out there. How do you get to this, that it was a clear no vote on Trump last Tuesday when the Trumpiest candidate, Ron DeSantis, was the most wildly successful candidate of the night? By huge margins, Ron DeSantis was untouchable. And he's, he's unabashedly, unashamedly conservative. We know that. All of us should have, but for media spin, walked away from Tuesday's Florida win saying, see, this proves it yet again. MAGA, Trump, Ron, all conservative candidates are wildly more popular than ever, and they are the winning proposition. And if there's any single takeaway, most of all, that we can get out of Florida, it's what I've said, it's what Rush always said, and what I learned from the great Rush. Conservatism wins Every time it's tried, it is the winning proposition. Once again, the media has swindled us with the narrative, spun the narrative. They took the biggest conservative Florida blowout win like in history. By the way, they hadn't had, the, the numbers are crazy. The, uh, I think every statewide Republican won in Florida. Ron DeSantis now has a supermajority in the state legislature. You know what that means? He has over two thirds Republicans in the state legislature. And he has, obviously, the governor's house, the Republicans. Ron DeSantis can literally do anything he wants governing for the next four years with this supermajority. That's incredible. And I think it's the first time something, um, the first time, oh, the first time since Republicans outnumber Democrats in the votes since, I don't know, like 1868 or something, since radical reconstruction, when after that was post-Civil War when the Republicans took over. And then after that was always the Democrats' solid South. The state is completely red Republican. So this is the media spin. They took the biggest conservative Florida blowout win like in history and actually successfully turned it into an anti-MAGA, anti-Trump, anti-conservative news story. What? How'd they do that? And I would say that they successfully spun it were it not for your host stepping in and writing the ship and the narrative. They've turned it into criticism and repudiation against the exact thing, MAGA conservative Trump, that was heartily and soundly affirmed by staggering numbers of people in Tuesday's Florida election. Conservatism. Do you see what's going on? And they still think, 
And they still hope and they peddle this lie that 2020 was some massive repudiation of Trump. Listen, guys, that's why they'll never say that 2020 was stolen. They must hold on to this fake, phony narrative, this, quote, the whole country hates Trump narrative that they've been trying to make stick now for over seven years. And it won't stick because it's not true. And I got this quote from my buddy at the end of last week, pumped me up, and I agree with him heartily. Anyone who attacks Donald J. Trump is a crooked hack, and we should not support them. Propagandist, mainstream media, and crooked GOP uniparty fakes are working double overtime right now to spin a Donald Trump victory into a loss because they do anything to keep him out of office. MAGA. Hashtag see through it. And so here we are at feet to the fire, debunking the myth of a failed election for the GOP or for Trump. 219 wins last week for Trump and 16 losses when you look at Trump-endorsed candidates. And the reality is, as I've said numerous times, Ron, run, Ron won on a MAGA wave in Florida. Trump has created the largest coalition ever in the GOP. This from Breitbart, GOP gained bigger share of Latino and black vote. Guys, that started back with Donald Trump in 2016 and 2020. The GOP share of the Latino vote jumped by a third to almost 40% from Breitbart. And the GOP share of the black vote jumped 9% up to 13%. And remember, Ron and the Republicans won Miami-Dade with an 11%. margin. That's incredible in liberal Miami-Dade. They also won liberal Palm Beach. Now, this question about, is Ron truly an outsider? I'm going to say this, and don't shut off the podcast. Ron has some sort of type of fiber of an establishment strain, I think, I surmise, because he will not fully embrace Trumpism, and that bugs me. As I said before, he would not endorse Trump in 2016 until after he won the election, I believe. And then in 2018, when Ron was running for governor, he begged Trump to endorse him for the gubernatorial race in Florida, and Trump did and dragged him over the finish line. Ron invites Biden down, the fake president, during the hurricane, Ian, Biden who uses the mic to peddle climate change propaganda, and he doesn't have Donald Trump, the duly elected president who lives in his state, come and speak. And I've never heard Ron DeSantis admit that 2020 was stolen. So here's the thing. Uh, Ron's great, but he is not a Carrie Lake. He's not a Josh Hawley. He's not a Jim Jordan. Sorry. He does have in mind his own political career. Fine. I don't begrudge him that. And his eyes may be set in the presidency. I don't begrudge him that. Although a lot of that also, be careful, is media hype. Because Ron's never really made a comment otherwise, whether he'll run or not. But that's what bugs Trump, because a lot of the Republican candidates out there would be candidates have said, if Trump wins, I won't. Case in point, Ted Cruz. Ron hasn't done that. So that's why Trump calls him sanctimonious. Ron's not entirely supportive and outspoken like other MAGA in the GOP. He seems to be on his own rather than joining the Trump train, and that's why Trump is hitting. But I say, go for it, Ron. Run in the primary. Let the best man win, as I said, my first proposition. Here's the thing, though. Ron is going to lose. He's going to destroy all his political capital. He's got a great career ahead of him. He's a fantastic Republican governor, reminiscent of Reagan, who started out wildly successful as California's governor. So 
Ron's got a big political career ahead of him. Why destroy his capital right now? No one comes close in any GOP or conservative straw poll to Trump. I gave you numbers last week. Here's more new numbers from big league politics. New poll shows Trump crushing DeSantis with 50-point lead in national Republican primary poll. According to a recent poll, reports of President Donald Trump's demise as GOP figurehead may be highly exaggerated. Oh, I would agree. Very exaggerated. The new poll from Premise Data shows that Trump leads with 65% of support from the field, with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis with only 15% of support, and no other probable contender gets over 7%. No one is near Trump. And a reminder, them going after Trump and, oh, he's unfit, he's old news, the party's got to move on, no one likes his personality, he'll lose independence, blah, blah, blah. Guys, it's not about Trump. It's about what he represents. Don't believe the hype. The attack on his personality and style is pretense. They always do this. Do you remember? They did it to our Tea Party candidates. They did it to Sarah Palin, said she was a moron and that she could see Alaska from her backyard. They did it all the way back going to Reagan. Reagan's a warmonger. Reagan's an idiot. Reagan's losing his mind towards the end of his term with Alzheimer's. They tell us, give up on pro-life. Pro-life is is old, old news. It's stodgy. No one's pro-life anymore. This is Republicans saying it. They always do this to us. But We respond with MAGA wins. Look at Ed Durr in New Jersey. Do you you realize that race down in Southwest, some Southwest County? Ed Durr unseated the Democrat Senate majority leader in the New Jersey state legislature, the New Jersey Senate. Unseated him. And Ed Durr was a nobody. No political background, citizen candidate. I think he spent like $80 or $120 on Facebook ads, and that was it. Went door-to-door, wiped out an establishment Democrat. And the establishment candidates in New Jersey, classic example where I live, always lose. Jack Chitterelli, lost. Chris Christie, national loser. No one likes him. O'Day, last week, establishment rhino candidate, destroyed in Colorado. I'm making the point that MAGA candidates win. Let me list for you the names on the establishment rhino side, and you tell me if these sound like national winning iconic heroes. George Bush, Mitt Romney, Chris Christie, Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins from Maine, I think. Larry Hogan, the current Republican, never Trumper governor of Maryland. Jeb Bush, Florida, loser. Liz Cheney, not a word needed on Liz Cheney. Voted out of her primary by huge margins. She voted, she was pushing, pushing impeachment and the party, the National Party, the Wyoming Party, rid themselves of that cancerous influence, Liz Cheney. John McCain, Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, Ari Fleischer, Karl Rove, the worst, Bill Barr, Attorney General, most clean elections ever in 2020. Guys, these people are, are not popular at all. Now look at your MAGA-type personalities. Carrie Lake, Josh Hawley from Missouri, Jim Jordan, Freedom Caucus in Congress, fighter from Ohio, Marco Rubio in Florida, won by huge margins last week, Ted Cruz, still popular, Ron Johnson, third term in Wisconsin, Mike Lee, Utah, Rand Paul, one of the most popular, almost libertarian senators, defends Trump all the time, Sarah Palin, Lauren Boebert, everybody loves her from Colorado, Myra Flores, I know she lost last week, but big Hispanic female voice, 
Remember Maya Love from Utah? General Michael Flynn. Senator Jeff Sessions from Alabama. Tim Scott, uh, North Carolina or South Carolina. Herschel Walker in Georgia. Officer Tatum. The Hodge Twins. Diamond and Silk. Michelle Bachman. All the civilian candidates we know. Mark Levin. And of course, I'm channeling my inner rush. Guys, this is MAGA. This wins. Now, we didn't get a chance to take a closer look at the 2022 election. We'll do that tomorrow morning because I think what we're seeing right now is stealing. We are seeing a train wreck of an election because, you know, Pennsylvania votes for like 50 days before the election. So this is not good what's going on right now. And I don't think it's on the up and up. I got an article to talk about regarding that. But again, to address in conclusion the establishment narrative they say we'd, we'd have won more running candidates, more candidates like that first list of people I told you, Jeb Bush and O'Day in Colorado. These guys lose by huge margins. We should run more Chris Christie's. Give me a break. They lose. And with regard to this Trump DeSantis thing, I don't trust any Republican at all. Actually, I trust a proven conservative leader. We've been, we've got like battered wife syndrome after decades with the Republicans. I trust proven conservative leaders. Trump is, DeSantis seems to be, but we have a litmus test in the conservative movement now, guys. We have a litmus test in the Republican Party. Listen, it's like a pro-life test. That's how we used to tell the true Republicans from the fakes. Are you pro-life or not? If you're pro-choice, we dump you. It used to be, we've always had litmus tests. It used to be, are you pro-Tea Party or no? The establishment weren't the Ted Cruz's Marco Rubio's were. And the same people who are hating on Trump right now distanced themselves from the Tea Party 12 years ago. Now the new litmus tests are these. MAGA. Are you pro-MAGA? Are you pro-Trump? As I said, are you pro-life? And the newest one, do you admit 2020 was a stolen election? And I don't think Ron will, and that is a detriment. It's the same with climate change and feminism. If you give a hat tip to hashtag MeToo or global warming, I write you off. These are conservative litmus tests. My question is, where's Ron on all of this? And that's why Trump is calling him sanctimonious. Let justice roll down like waters, America, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. There is no Trump-Ron skirmish. It's going to fade away. Trump's going to announce his electoral candidacy for 2024, I hope. And if he does, I think he's our winner. We'll see you tomorrow.